This is Point of View with Chris Berg. Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thank you so much for joining us here on this historic inauguration day as we swear in and inaugurate our 46th president of the United States. Stay with us coming up in just a moment. The chairwoman of the North Dakota Dem NPL, Kylie Overson, is going to join us here and talk about so what does a Biden administration mean for the great state and the great people of North Dakota? Right now, live, the Biden administration not wasting any time. I'm sure you've heard throughout the day that he also Did signed off on 15 executive orders. Their press secretary, Jen Psaki, is now doing a live press conference. This is live. Let's dip in and see what she has to say right now. To lay out for you at this point in time. Hopefully, we will at some point in time. Go ahead, all the way in the back. Yeah, hi. Uh, congratulations on your new position. Uh, Owen Jensen with EWTN Global Catholic Network. Two big concerns for pro-life Americans: the Hyde Amendment, which of course uh, keeps taxpayer dollars, as you know, from paying for abortions, Medicaid abortions, and the Mexico City policy, which under the previous administration they expanded to keep the tax dollars from overseas paying for abortions. So what, are President, what is President Biden planning on doing on those two items right now? Uh, well, I think we'll have more to say on the Mexico City policy in the coming days. Um, uh, but I will just take the opportunity to remind all of you that he is a devout Catholic and somebody who attends church regularly. Uh, he started his day attending church with his family this morning. Um, but I don't have anything more for you on that. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, as president, elect, he talked about the possibilities of using the Defense Production Act to ramp up the production of vaccines. Mm -hmm. uh, having looked at more data, does he still feel that's necessary? Was that included, uh, for example, in anything that he signed today? Uh, we'll stay tuned. We'll do this again tomorrow, and there may be more specifics to share on plans on COVID tomorrow. I expect there will be, including more details on the Defense Production Act. He absolutely uh, remains committed to invoking the Defense Production Act um, in order to... Uh so again, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki there. If there was any breaking news coming out of that press conference, we will go back out to it. A couple important things to note. It started at 6 p.m. our time tonight. So I want to give you some uh, news that came out here that is obviously breaking news for us. So one of these executive orders, and yes, Kylie Orson is going to join us here in a moment. We'll get back to that. But one of his executive orders today was to bring the United States back in with the World Health Organization. You may remember President Trump took us out of that. So tomorrow, virtually, Dr. Fauci is going to be part of a World Health Organization meeting. So uh, Press Secretary broke that news. Also, the first foreign call that President Joe Biden is going to have is going to be with the Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau. Sounds like that's going to take place on Friday. We'll keep you abreast of that and also some interesting news since people are so, um, you know, they want to know kind of what's what's going on in the White House. President Trump did leave a note for Joe Biden. There was a lot of conversation about that. Uh, President Biden said that it was very generous and gracious. Now, in a moment, we're going to get to a, a soundbite from President Biden's inauguration speech today. In my opinion, fantastic speech, very much about unity, President Biden put out a proclamation called a National Day of Unity, which we've talked a lot about on the show as of late. And so the, that was very powerful. There were a couple of things where I was like, mm, okay, you know, but for the most part, very, very good speech. But before we get to that, there's so much news happening. I wanted to take a moment and let's just reflect for a moment. If we can bring the VO up, guys, let's talk about the three Wednesdays in 2021. Believe it or not, this is obviously video of the Capitol riots. 
This was just two weeks ago, or excuse me, three weeks ago, January 6th, okay? So January 6th, we have the Capitol riots you can see here. Then on January 13th, just one Wednesday later, they impeach President Trump and the House of Representatives for a second time, the first time ever a president's been impeached twice. And then, of course, that brings us to today. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. Joe Biden being inaugurated and sworn in as the 46th president of the United States. So that, that has been the past three Wednesdays here in the great United States of America. I was talking to producer AJ earlier. She's like, gee, so what does that mean is going to happen next Wednesday? Things are moving so fast. Uh, only, only God knows. Only God knows. All right, let's go out to a little bit of what uh, President Biden said earlier today. Again, much of it was about unity. He's got a soundbite here talking about, hey, if we can, he called it an uncivil war, but we've, we've got to stop this. Again, he said uncivil war, come together. And if we come together as a nation, it's incredible what we can do if we are united. Here's some of what President Biden said earlier today. We must end this uncivil war that pits red against blue, rural versus urban, or, or rural versus urban, conservative versus liberal. We can do this if we open our souls instead of hardening our hearts, if we show a little tolerance and humility, and if we're willing to stand in the other person's shoes, as my mom would say, just for a moment, stand in their shoes. Because here's the thing about life. There's no accounting for what fate will deal you. Some days when you need a hand, there are other days when we're called to lend a hand. That's how it has to be. That's what we do for one another. And if we are this way, our country will be stronger, more prosperous, more ready for the future. And we can still disagree. My fellow Americans, in the work ahead of us, we're going to need each other. We need all our strength to, preserve, to persevere through this dark winter. We're entering what may be the toughest and deadliest period of the virus. We must set aside politics and finally face this pandemic as one nation. One nation. And I promise you this, as the Bible says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. We will get through this together, together. I wanted to play that clip for you because if you watch Point of View regularly, we've been talking about that as of late. Like, please, with the times we're heading into, I know it's been a lot of stress over the past year, look out for your family, look out for your neighbor. He just said, we need each other. We can get through this together. So I thought that was a fantastic clip right there to share with you tonight. And join us now live via Skype, the chairwoman of the North Dakota Dem NPL, Kylie Overson. Chairman Overson, great to have you here on Point of View. I guess let's just start with your reaction to the day. What really stood out to you and had you say, wow, this was fantastic today. Absolutely. Hi, Chris. Thanks so much for having me on tonight. Um, today was an exceptional day. It was really fun to watch 
the democratic process play out. You know, we we get to live through this this process every four years, but it's it's not any less special this year. Um, but as you said um, earlier, this month already, this first month of 2021 has been tumultuous, and so I think today for a lot of people was some sense of calm and relief that hopefully, no matter what's happening, our democracy is intact, we transfer this power, we move forward and, and look towards the future. Anything that jumped out to you today that, that you think is just gonna be sort of that lifelong memory? You know, I, well, of course, Vice President Kamala Harris being the first woman in the White House, being the first person of color, um, in the vice presidency, that that was very exciting for for women, for women of color. Um, I was really excited to see her be sworn in. That was a special moment for me. Um, I'd also highlight the the quote that you you picked up on, Chris, is the same thing I actually had pointed out in a post I'd shared. The you know the need to end this this uncivil war, red versus blue, urban versus rural, conservative versus liberal. Mm. Um, and that's something I, I take that to heart and that's how I try to operate in a lot that I do. And so I was appreciative of President Biden bringing that message forward today. And I hope that we continue to see that moving forward. Kylie, um, some might say that great minds think alike. And, I, and I'm with you. I said today to some people, I said, hey, if Joe Biden can hold true to what he said today in his speech, I, I think it's going to be fantastic. And I guess that leads me to my next question for you. What do you think is the biggest challenge the Biden administration faces coming out of the gates? The, the COVID-19 pandemic, absolutely, hands down. I mean, I, I don't think there's any question around what the biggest challenge is. That and all of the underlying layers of that pandemic, how it has interrupted our public health system and our healthcare system at large, how it has interrupted our economic system, how it is showing the racial inequality, um, both in you know people being infected, people dying, now people having access to the vaccine. People of color have been you know at the the short end of that stick every part of the of the way, and so. Um, there is no question that the Biden administration has a major challenge ahead of them in addressing the pandemic, but President Biden and Vice President Harris made clear today already that they are ready to roll up their sleeves and get to work. Um, as you have noted already, rejoining the World Health Organization, um, the mask mandate on federal property, things like that. These, these small steps are going to make a big difference and hopefully not only slow the spread, slow the amount of deaths that we're seeing and increase the vaccine rollout so that we're, we're reaching the efficiency and the numbers that we need to as soon as possible. Yeah, they're not wasting any time. I think I heard earlier, this is the first time ever that a press secretary is coming out on the day of the inauguration to hold a press briefing. I want to talk more about specifically about North Dakota, uh, Chairwoman Overson, and what this administration means for the great people of North Dakota. And I want to start here. Senator Kramer tweeted this out and said, hey, just hours ago, POTUS bemoaned the loss of millions of jobs. Now he's taken action to eliminate thousands more. This is an early mistake by the president and a nod to far left environmental extremists. He should reconsider talking about his executive order to cancel the Keystone XL pipeline. Just your reaction to that. Sure. Um, you know, I, I appreciate the sentiment from Senator Kramer, but 
comparing 400,000 lives lost and the jobs lost and the families interrupted from the pandemic with the loss of jobs and livelihood around a pipeline is it's just not it's not the same measure here um you know there's going to be disagreements about biden's approach to to energy policy um, but i think what we've also seen here in north dakota is that the energy market as a whole is much more impacted by global markets and, and price wars than it is by whoever's in the White House. So this, this project is very controversial. That's not going to stop under Biden, Biden's administration. Um, but I, I think that Biden's plans, the, the things that he is bringing forward um, with his economic plans, looking at energy and all of the above energy strategy um, and and all of the things that he's looking at in many different sectors will bring back jobs that we need, especially in communities in North Dakota, um, where we've got you know struggling rural economies, small towns. Um, those those jobs that Kramer is talking about aren't going to impact most of his constituents, and so we need to you know get back to work and focusing on what will really help people here in North Dakota. Chairman, sure, last question for you. What's the number one thing you'd like to see the Biden administration focus on uh, in, in, in for North Dakota? Sure. You know, I, I think that agriculture is going to be at the top of that list. Um, our farm market was badly damaged under Trump's presidency with this ongoing trade war with China. Um, and we need to rebuild trust with our trading partners. We need to hold people accountable when they do wrong. Um, but we need to to really rethink how we support farmers and rural communities. And so um, there's multifaceted plans that are going to be coming out in the next few months about how we better support economic development and social development in rural communities. A lot of that that does hinge on agriculture. And so I'm, I'm excited to see that. I'm hopeful that we will see a turnaround and, and more opportunity for all North Dakotans here and, of course, for all Americans. Chairman Overson, we appreciate the time. Obviously, a big, big day for the Democrat Party. You guys took over the Senate as well. We didn't even talk about that, but yes. uh, we appreciate it. We look forward to having you back, okay? Absolutely. Thanks, Chris. Thank you very much. Again, uh, Chairwoman of the North Dakota Dem NPL Party, Kylie Overson. All right, also, President Trump, I'm sure you saw that he left the White Absolutely. House today. Absolutely, thank you. Um, sorry about that, Sounds are you? Good. And then uh, he actually spoke at the Joint Air Force Base before he took off on Air Force One for Florida. So, Producer AJ, if we can line that up, please, and let's just share with you a little bit about what uh, President Trump said earlier today. You are amazing people. This is a great, great country. It is my greatest honor and privilege to have been your president. I will always fight for you. I will be watching, I will be listening, and I will tell you that the future of this country has never been better. I wish the new administration great luck and great success. I think they'll have great success. They have the foundation to do something really spectacular. The things that we've done have been just incredible, and I couldn't have done, them, done it without you. So just a goodbye. We love you. We will be back in some form. We just had to drop that there for you. Goodbye, we love you, and we will be back in some form from now former President Donald J. Trump. Who knows what that's gonna mean? 
a media company? Does he run again? Depending on the impeachment situation. I mean, will be fascinating to watch. All right, a lot there. Please share your point of view with us. It's very easy to do. You can email us. You can text us. You can leave us a voicemail. When we come back, we're going to get to your points of view and much more coming up right after this.